Hey everyone, this is Brian Briscoe with Four Oaks Capital. Now this episode will go live in about five hours from now, but I wanted to take a minute just to thank everybody for listening. Now my partners and I have been overwhelmed with all the positive responses we've received in the last two days. You know, less than 48 hours since it's been released, we've received numerous texts and emails and even phone calls about this podcast. You know, so far we've had nearly 400 downloads across various platforms, and on Apple Podcasts we've already had 60 60 five-star ratings, and 27 reviews. Now, there's so many wonderful people that have have posted or shared posts on various social media platforms, and we're just so grateful for what you've done to help us get the word out about this podcast. I'm especially grateful for all those who've agreed to be on the show with us on this brand new podcast. You know, and for those listening, please take some time to, to visit the show notes and, you know, click the links to their web pages and see what they have going on. And we've had some amazing guests so far, and even the aspiring investors that we've had on are already doing some amazing things. And we truly think this is a unique podcast. We're, we're very excited for the future and for all the wonderful people this may, that may benefit in some way for this. You know, once again, thank you. Thanks for your support. And uh, hopefully we'll talk to you soon. And I guess now, the show. Welcome to the Diary of an Apartment Investor podcast with your host, Brian Briscoe. In this podcast, we bring some of the top professionals in the apartment investing field to discuss various aspects of the apartment investing journey with the sole purpose of educating listeners to make wise investment decisions. The Diary of an Apartment Investor podcast is sponsored by Four Oaks Capital, bringing you high yield returns through apartment complex investing. This is journal entry number eight and part of our multifamily brief series. Today we're going to talk about some terminology that is very frequently used in the multifamily space uh, that may be new to some people. And that specific terminology is GP and LP. Um, obviously they're acronyms. Uh, GP is a general partner and LP is the limited partner. You know, A general partner is also frequently called a managing partner and the LP is called sometimes a silent partner. Um, and in general, an LP is also called a passive investor, which we'll talk a little bit more about too. Um, General partners or GPs generally run the company, make decisions for the company. Um, They're responsible for legal compliance, profitability, and determine if and when to refinance or sell the property in the case of real estate. Limited partners generally don't have duties or responsibilities and can't make decisions for the company. For this reason, like I said, they're also referred to as passive investors. General partners will shoulder the liability in the company to include litigation or financial problems. And in certain scenarios, this liability may extend to their personal assets. Limited partners are shielded from the liability and may only lose the amount of money they invest. GP ownership is based on the various responsibilities that each person assumes in the company and the amount of risk that each person is exposed to. The LP ownership is typically purchased by investing funds and generally proportional to the amount of money invested in deals. Now the overall ownership of a company is split between the GPs and the LPs. Like public companies, ownership is determined by shares, but the types of shares the GPs and LPs own are different. For example, an LP may purchase class A shares and a a GP may have class B shares. The actual letters are not important, could be class C or D or E shares, but what is important is that there is a distinction between the types of shares that a GP and an LP own. Now returns to the GPs and the LPs, uh, or monetary returns to the GPs and LPs are governed by the company operating agreement. 
In general, in apartment syndications, the GPs get paid for running the daily operations, which amounts to a certain percentage ownership in the company with certain rights to incomes and fees. Now, a lot of people that follow us are syndicators are trying to get into the syndication game. So here's a follow-on question that I'll answer. What benefits are there in being a member of a GP? Well, if you want to syndicate a deal or sponsor a deal on your own later on, being a, even, even having a small part of a GP will give you experience. And banks look at a lot of things in, in determining who they're going to loan money to. And they're looking at an overall risk profile. And the more experience you have, the more GPs that you're in, the better it looks to a bank and the easier it is to eventually get a loan for a multifamily property. Now, not only banks, but commercial real estate brokers are also looking for viable buyers and experience in GPs contributes to that track record. Now, once again, as, as a would-be or an aspiring syndicator, what are the benefits of, to being an LP or a passive investor prior to? Well, number one, you know, passive income is always good to have. You know, the LPs and the, or the passive investors are going to be getting the passive income from an investment, um, but they can also learn from the operators. They can learn about how the operators inv- communicate with the investors. Um, they can learn about the investment documents themselves, you know, the operating agreement, the PPM. They can also learn about the financial reports, the due diligence. Uh, they'll have a basic understanding of cost segregation analysis uh, because they'll be getting the K-1 returns. But at the end of the day, you can educate yourself through an investment that also pays out a return by passively investing in real estate. Now, it sounds like a win-win scenario to me. Now, once again, I will say, and I'll emphasize, that each individual investment opportunity should have a company operating agreement, which clearly defines the responsibilities of the GP and also the limits of their authorities. It should also clearly define the ownership structure and exactly how and when any funds are distributed. So please make sure you review the operating agreement thoroughly before making any investment decisions. And that's it for today's episode. See you next Wednesday when we have another Ask the Expert. Thank you for listening to the Diary of an Apartment Investor podcast today, brought to you by Four Oaks Capital. If you'd like to know more about how to invest in apartment buildings or want to be a guest in our show, visit our website at fouroakscapital.com slash podcast or email us directly. If you're still listening, you obviously like the show, so pull out your phone, tap subscribe, and leave us a five-star rating on your favorite podcast app. And we'll see you again next week. Bye.